Yeah, I always have to make sure since we've been working on uh, new music. I have to double check and make sure that there's not a click, a, a recording click. You know, on the Mac, mine automatically pops up with a click. Oh, yeah. And when I go to playback, it always throws me off. Cause I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, that's not supposed to be there. Um, as far as announcements are concerned, all I have is... Uh, Hang on, I got an announcement first. Dang it, I just opened mine. <laughs> I want to do it. I'll just have to drink it real fast. Uh, we have a show, Valentine's Day night in Corinth. It's us, Killjay, and the Red Mountain. Uh, what is the name of that place? It's not Safaris, is it? No, I thought it was. Is it that VFW Lodge we've always played at? I've never played in Corinth other than at... Uh, no, that's Iuka that I'm thinking of. Other than Safaris, is it a place in Corinth I know of we've played? I don't know. People tell me about gigs that we've played all the time, and I'm like, mm. And they're like, eh. And I'm like, mm. But then again, I mean... Think about how terrible my memory is. You? No. Hey, 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 hey. No, that's the Independence Biker Group Clubhouse. Yeah. Never Northeast Mississippi Independent Biker Group Clubhouse. That's a... Might want to work on an acronym for that. That's a mouthful. Just call it the clubhouse. That'll work. We're going to be at the clubhouse in Corinth. It says uh, bringing hard rock and heavy metal back to the crossroads. Maybe it's close to some crossroads? Mm-hmm. Well, Corinth is considered crossroads. Oh, I see. I don't know why, but it's everything in uh, Corinth is considered the crossroads. Oh, uh, yeah, they got the crossroads arena, that yep. big place. Corinth is a pretty big town, isn't it? What's the population yeah. of Corinth? That I don't know. I lived there for a while. Oh, uh, you ought to holler at your sister. They don't live far from there, do they? Who's Shauna? No, Cheryl. Cheryl lives in Vicksburg. Is that far from Corinth? Corinth yeah. is south of here. So Corinth is north of here. Oh. Corinth's on Tennessee line. Oh, well, damn. Vicksburg I, is on the Louisiana line. I thought Corinth was south of here. No. Vicksburg is southwest. Corinth is straight up north. The population of Corinth, Mississippi is 14,643, so it's considerably bigger than Amory. It's kind of spread out, too. I mean, you got a bunch of little towns like Glen and Farmington and Kasuth. And do they still do that Slugburger Festival there? Yeah. I do believe so. Speaking of festivals, it ain't too early to start talking about the Railroad Festival. I've got a lot of bands booked. I may have all the bands I need. I just got to sit down on the computer and uh, make out the schedule to make sure all the time slots are filled. But if you're in a band and you're listening to this, well, you're probably already on the festival. But if not, uh, feel free to hit me up, and if we, we can first come, first serve you in. It's tough making out the list. That's the hardest part, I think, of the whole Rail Festival is making out the schedule. Because every band wants to play at the same time, and that would sound terrible. 
Yeah. <laughs> somebody's got to play first. Issues. <laughs> somebody does. Even if the first band plays at 9 o'clock, there's got to be somebody that starts. I'll say we play first. I actually thought about that, seriously about it one year doing that. Of course, Kill J hardly ever headlines the festival. I'm, I almost can't because I got – like during the last band – because as soon as the last band's done, the whole thing's over with and everybody's yeah. skedaddled. So i got to take care of all my business with my vendors and the rest of the bands and get everybody where they need to go and what they need to do. And Do we have any good vendors? Uh, it is the only official one uh, that is confirmed is, uh, I keep wanting to say Tequila Joe's. <laughs> That's the place we played at in uh, Jackson, in Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, Joe's Cafe Food Truck is coming back. Which is oh, good. they were good burgers. Yeah, everybody. Well, they got a lot more than just burgers. I got somebody I'm going to talk to. Yeah, please do. I, I can use all the sponsors I can get. And it's great. Listen, if you want a business, it's a great advertisement, and it is stupid cheap. Well, the guy that does. For my area, anyway. The guy that does our food truck at work. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the. See, like, my, the reason mine's cheaper is because we're only running Friday and Saturday. Yeah. The rest of the festival goes from, like, Wednesday to Sunday. But the second stage area, you know, it's it's a smaller time slot, so I don't charge as much, and I'm desperate, so <laughs> I don't mind giving people really good deals on advertising. And it's it's such good advertising ain't cheap. No, it's not. Which we don't have a sponsor for this podcast right now either, by the way. Just saying. Um, what other? I did have another announcement. Uh, were well, we going to even mention Comic Con? Oh yeah, definitely. Because it's, it's actually, that's actually coming up. up before. That's a month from now. Yeah. It's coming up before the railroad festival. Yeah, I just ordered new stickers and uh, I've got the new banner designed. Because our old banner still said "Kill Pop Culture" on it. Yeah. The Don't one, you hang both of them up. I think I threw the other one away. Because remember we we like painted over it. No, I think it's in my garage. Yeah, it could stay there. <laughs> <laughs> hang it up in the man cave part. Could. When are you going to throw another party out there? We haven't had a Becker party in forever. Because I've got a dog living in there and it's destroyed. Everything? Everything. Mm. Yeah, dogs do that. I've got a Great Dane puppy that currently lives in the man cave. And, yeah, she has annihilated the man cave. Yikes. Um, well, if I think of any other announcements as we go. Oh, there's another. What What? What episode is this? 131? I think so. Yeah. Good job. But uh, Rob Ross, our good buddy Robbie Ross, was over here uh, a week or so ago, and me and me and him, were, uh, he and I were recording vocals for the new Killjoy album. I've already rang the bell. And uh, me and him had been talking about Star Wars because I had just watched it, and he had watched it like right when it came out. The new, you know, the new Star Wars. There's and, a new uh, one? <laughs> yeah, it's called A New Hope. <laughs> Just came out. Yeah, I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. We were supposed to go watch it while, while you were off, but... Oh, uh, dude, yeah, I was really late to the party. Like, I was scared it wasn't going to be in theaters anymore by the time I saw it. Uh, and on a side note, though, it would have been really cool to call it The Last Hope. Huh? Huh? No? Yeah, I hadn't seen it, but yeah, I don't see why not. Is that we're gonna name the last Kill J album? The, the last, last hope. hope. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if there'll ever be a last kill. I mean, of course there'll be a last one, but It'll even just if I never re- be announced, <laughs> even if we retire from the live scene, I enjoy writing and recording music so much. I would, I would continue till I'm dead in some form. I mean, I'm still gonna write, record, and play music no matter what, no matter how old I am. Even if I get too old for the, you know, the live bar scene, which that's a big debate. <laughs> Yeah, because we've seen some people out there that are still rocking hard, and they're way older than we are. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, well, Rob was over here, and we were doing vocals, so he already had his equipment set up for, you know, recording, because that's what he was doing. And he was like, hey, sit down on that chair right there. And he put a microphone in front of me. He's like, we're doing a podcast. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Uh, the one he didn't got like, the bug. <laughs> And uh, we talked for about, if I remember correctly, 40, 45 minutes about the recording process and what we had been working on and what we were doing and how it works and how it's changed and all that. It's a pretty interesting talk. And then that was kind of like the intro. And then, the, But the main body, for almost an hour, we talked about the new Star Wars movie. So uh, be looking for that. As soon as he gets caught up on his editing, I'm sure he'll shoot me the MP3 and I'll upload it. So we'll have this show and this another be like one. like a bonus episode then. Pretty much, yeah. That might be good for a Patreon if we had one. <laughs> what are you saying? Well, since we don't have a sponsor right now, I probably need to get the Patreon thing going. You could be our sponsors <laughs> a month at a time. Don't let me forget we got food on the grill. We probably need to flip them bergs. Yeah, let me go flip them right now. You want me to keep talking to them? If you want to. While you're doing that or you want me to pause it? I was going to look up the news. Let's just listen to frogs for a minute while Kelly flips the bergs. I thought Walking Dead was starting back this week, but it doesn't start back till like March the 1st. Uh, looks like the Oscars happened or are happening. Yeah, because it says Oscars winner list. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut some of that out. But uh, I was like reading reading through a few headlines here, and Kelly uh, yells out, "I need water." The grill had like flamed up, and it's a good thing too because I went and checked the French fries. I'm making some homemade French fries in the oven. I had a few potatoes left over from Super Bowl. Yeah. So I cut them up and put them on a pan, and uh, they're almost they were try- trying to stick, even though I greased the pan really good. I like homemade French fries. My mom used to make them when I was a kid. I like home fries. Um, as I was saying before the the emergency. It's saying that Birds of Prey is doing good. Yeah, I really want to watch it. And it's doing good in the ratings. It's doing good at the you know money wise. Um. Now you said that you started watching Picard. Well, let me finish up announcements, and then we're uh-huh. gonna get into the, like all that. I was just kind of looking through uh, Den of Ke- Den of Geek is where I'm reading this stuff. Mostly just Birds of Prey stuff and Oscars. When was the Oscars? Like, Isn't what? it tonight? Mm. Isn't something tonight? 
Golden Globes, Tonys, Oscars. Os it would be Oscars. I really don't. I don't keep up with any of that. Just to be honest with you. Yeah, because I don't even understand how it works. There's like a panel of people that get to decide what movies were great. I mean, if the Oscars and they may have this, I may I may just be a dummy that doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I think it should be like a poll that the people can go vote, and that's who wins. Well, I think you can on some things. I mean, who just gets it? It's so subjective. It's like I may love a movie that you hate, and vice versa. So who gets to go like, well, I'm an expert on movies, and I say this one wins. I guess it would be the people that say they're experts. I don't know if it goes by movie critics or the wh wh who the panel consists of. I don't know. I don't like you. I think it's fascist. Fascist, huh? Yeah. Is that the right word for that? I don't know. It's a good word. Um... Fascism is a form of far-right authoritarian utilitarianism. <laughs> okay, you Utilitarianism. Ultra. Transitional. Nationalism. Ultra transitional supercalifragilisticism. No. Authoritarian ultranationalism. Characterized by dictator powerful forcible suppression of opposition and strong. This is, sounds like. I don't know. Nazis? Yeah. Kinda. That's what fascism is? Oh. What being a fascist fascist is? That makes sense. That's why all the punk bands used to use that word in songs. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, anarchy, anti-establishment, anti-government. Well, anarchy is anti-everything. No, that's nihilism. <laughs> no, I'm talking about anything that is a... Uh, a form of control? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Basically, power to the people. Our previous episodes are doing good, I noticed. The numbers are up. Well, that one's not too good. But the, the one, I think the one we did with The Witcher, yeah, that's way up there in numbers. And the D. Snyder Cut episode. So, anyway, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll get back to talking about some of the stuff we've been doing. All right. Yeah, we don't want the grill to flare back up again. No, nah, those burgers are probably done. They cooked enough on one side that the other one's probably not going to take long. All right, we're back. We ate food. I'm full. I'm stuffed. We recorded an episode of... Uh, we didn't name it, but when I saved the file, I called it People Eating Food. <laughs> you should have just called it Us Eating Food. We are people. We are, but we're also us. Yeah, we we haven't thought of a name for it yet, but we talked about on here uh, one time before, or maybe a couple times, how when we get together, we always eat. We're Baptists. When we meet, we eat. And uh, we always pause the podcast and then go eat. And the whole time we're eating, the conversations we're having are podcast material. Or we think they are anyway. I was like, why don't we start recording? I mean, the, the downside is we are eating food, and that's a big no-no in audio. Because we're smacking and crunching, talking with our mouths full and just being disgusting uh, little piggies. But we'll see. We'll listen to it. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. See if we can do any magic to it. Yeah, and if if it does work, it'll be available in our forthcoming Patreon experience. Huh? The long-awaited. Hey, 
Oh. You know, we're, we've been talking about the Patreon for almost two years. Because there's a couple things there. There's a lot of people that put up Patreons, and they don't have nothing to offer yeah. their patrons. I want, I want us to have some material. I don't want you to just give us money. Well, we'd like it if you just gave us money. Well, yeah, but I want you to actually be purchasing a thing that you get. A bonus thing that you you don't get on the free stuff. And two, I just don't have just a whole lot of time, so it's taking a while to amass the material. Very true. And we're doing good to get episodes out, even though we were like ahead, and now we're back behind again. Well, the whole us eating food thing is easy for us to do because we're already here. We're already recording. We're just adding another layer of content. Yeah. While we're being little piggies. And it was good. It was. I'm very satisfied. And right now I'm sipping on a delicious homebrew. Anthony named this one, and he named it aptly, adequately. Carbonation's about there, too. I'm going to let it carb for about another day, and then I'll shut that valve off. The that, stout, that stout's got a long way to go. Why does it, I don't know why it takes for the, the brew people... Like Chris Ransom, I know you're listening. Shout out to the, the Brew Heathens, the Mississippi Homebrew Club. Or is it North Mississippi? Yeah, it's North Mississippi Homebrew Club. Uh, tell me why it takes so much longer to carbonate stouts than it does another beer. You can put two beers on the same pressure as a stout. And like this, the, these two were put in the keg at the same time. Well, Anthony may have carved it a little before he brought it over because he does have a kegerator too now. But uh, it seems like it always takes the stout longer to get a good because you want like I want a stout a good thick creamy head like that stays like it doesn't just go away quick. You want one? You take a butter knife and just cut it off at the top. Like they used to do in the old west when they had the beer engines, they always had like a thing where they scraped the head off and would hand it to you. You know, there's a beer out there that still does that. What is that? A a a, a tele. Stella, no. There's a bar in Memphis that has a beer engine. Really? Mm-hmm. They pump it, just like they used to do in like the Old West. I thought they just took a keg and popped the, popped the hole out of it, put a tap in it. and. Well, yeah, they used to do that, too. But I don't think that beer was carbonated. No. That carbonation didn't come into play with beer until, like, later on. That's a, a fairly recent thing. And being cold. Yeah. Most people drink flat, hot, hot beer. beer. But flat doesn't... We were talking about this the other day. A beer that's not been carbonated doesn't taste flat like a beer that used to be carbonated. That it doesn't taste it. stale. Right. Because we drink beer all the time before we carbonate it to make sure it's good and it doesn't taste bad at all. The carbonation adds just a different level to it. But it, it's not like it tastes like you said, like a stale beer. Like one, like if you ever, you ever like opened a beer and didn't finish it and you put it in the refrigerator and the next day you took a sip and you're like, ugh. No. I can honestly say I've never done that. I know you used to do that a lot. The only time that works is if, uh, you know, you remember those Miller Lot can bottles that had the twist top? Yeah. Well, a bunch of different kinds do now, but like, I would drink those, and I would have, like, a half of one, and it was time for bed, and I would just put the lid on. That was okay. But a can of beer? Nah. Pour it out. No good. It's going to take this nasty. 
Baby, that's nasty. <laughs> but what I was getting at, I said all that to say this. I get real wordy when I'm, I've got a little bit of a buzz. And I'm real relaxed because i got a lot of food. Um, we made a smash beer. And it's a single malt, single hop. Well, single malt and single hop. The A in smash is and. And you know what's funny? Well, this is like 6.5% alcohol. Wow. Yeah, it's up there. So there was a lot of grains. But don't kill me if I get this wrong, but I'm almost positive we used Mary's Otter, or Mary's Otter, as I call it. And, uh, of course, Cascade. And, you know, Kim Coleman, his first time on the show, he talked about buffet beers. And sometimes what happens is I think you you realize, like, what you like, and you want a lot of that. Like, I like this grain, this grain, this grain, this grain. All these are good. And you, uh, you're like, and I like this hop and this hop and this hop. Let's put it all together. And you wind up with this hodgepodge of good ingredients that doesn't necessarily make a good beer. And they call yeah. it the buffet beer. Like, you walk down the buffet and just start throwing stuff on your plate. Um, doesn't necessarily mix well. Yeah, exactly. And there's something about the simplicity. And it's not, as, it's not just as simple as dumping two ingredients in a pot and boiling it. Because we add different, uh, we add hops at different times throughout the, the making of it. But it is pretty simple. And there's something about that simplicity that just works like smash beers are just we some of my favorite ones we've made were two two ingredients single malt single hop and like uh i think we used so4 maybe like a pretty common yeast uh anthony will listen to this and he'll box me like dude we totally used so5 or so3 <laughs> that's a thing uh but no it's it's really good and he pretty sure after the fact I think he dry hopped the shit out of it because we had a lot of hops left over too we bought like one of the big bags and uh, which that's not going to add bitterness but it, it will trick you into thinking it's more bitter because it's aroma so you get the smell and like when you smell of it you can smell the hops and then there's that one second right before you take a sip where you get that a little bit of taste almost 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 a taste but it's still a smell thing it's like a vapor taste yeah 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 there's probably a word for that in beer tasting but you definitely it almost it's almost an IPA but not bitter enough to be an IPA and that's and a lot of that has I to do wouldn't like it I, I don't think you'll like it but good is good but it's not it's not an IPA I promise you it's not an IPA it's good and then we have the stout in there that you tried and you liked. Yeah, it was all right. Still needs some more carb, carbonation. It was just on that that edge of being a bitter taste. That's the coffee. There's a lot like I of Like I said, coffee. I couldn't taste the coffee, but that bitterness in it, I, I, I guess, was the coffee. It was, for sure. Uh, I Because a stout, I don't know. I, want, I don't want to say a stout is sweet because it was... I think the stout was the beer that they came up with for you to drink with dessert. Sounds about right, yeah. Dessert But I could drink this for breakfast, dude. Like... Breakfast, dessert. Like a room temperature with a big, thick head 
and pour that bad boy up and sit it on the table right as I'm walking out the door for work. <laughs> I'm not saying you should do that, and I'm not saying I never will or would, <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm just saying. It's very... I could see me drinking it at breakfast. Be a good Saturday morning beer for you. Yeah, there you go. It's like, damn it, I gotta go cut this grass, get this eggs and bacon, wash it down with some good old, <laughs> good old stout black beers. So anyway, that's what's going on in the in the beer world with us. Anthony came over Thursday to bring them kegs, and we took off all the faucets of the kegerator and took them apart, which I didn't know there was that many parts inside of them. But we, uh, well, they're pin valves, aren't they? I guess that's what you would call it. Ball valves? No, it's got a pin in it. It's got a pin and a ball. We took them all apart and sanitized them and washed them and put them back together. They're working a lot better now. Yeah, you got to change the O-rings and clean the muck out of them every once in a while. But yeah, um... Still having a lot of fun with the brewing. It's awesome. I'll be ready for our next brew day because I've kind of missed out on the last one. We did that smash beer on like a Friday night over at Anthony's house. Yeah, I remember. And we had a little bit of trouble because the wind was blowing real bad and he didn't have it like under his carport. But he's going to get some kind of collar made to put around the, the flame part of it. Well, all you need to do is get you one of those uh, box air conditioner boxes. Yeah, that would work. You know, that's what we use at the house when we do crawfish boils and stuff. Mm-hmm. We set it around the burner. And there's something get... about that front porch. It's just like a wind tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. But that, you got your open well, side. We wanted, and a, we wanted to rig it up like some, some big boards and stuff. That yeah. Kind of block the wind a little. But. Yeah, all you need to do is block it on two sides so you don't create a uh, a vacuum or a funnel, and it'll burn good. So anyway, let's get into some of the stuff that we wanted to talk about. One thing that I, I definitely want to talk about, 100% spoiler-free, that's why I didn't mind not announcing it because I'm not going to spoil it. It's way too early on in. But, that dude, that new Picard show, that Star Trek Picard, it is unbelievable. Well, you know I'm a Trekkie, so I, I really... Well, see, I'm kind of not. I do like Star Trek, uh, but I was... When I started watching Star Trek... I started with the original series. Not that I'm old enough to to watch it when it originally aired, but when I was younger, it was on like several channels, Reg- the re- yeah. reruns. But I think, without googling the timelines of when Next Generation started, I think Next Generation had already started when I started watching the original. I want to say it was like '90s. Yeah, it was definitely '90s. And I want to say even and the original one was in like the 90s. late '60s, wasn't it? Yeah. It ran through the 70s. I may be screwing this all up, but I'm just trying to go off my memory. But um, I started while watching the original as reruns. And then I was kind of reluctant to get into Next Generation. But I, I, I got into it, too. Oh, and the movies. Like, when I was a kid... The Star Trek movies were, were the best, and they were, but they were the original people. Yeah, they didn't start doing movies 
with the next generation cast until later and then they did that one that was kind of a crossover kind of, yeah that was a good one uh, that was a real good one yeah and uh i got into next generation even though i was a little reluctant i liked the og and uh okay then well, the, the next generation cast started making some pretty good movies too next generation come out in 87 Wow, I was totally off. I did not realize that. So what's, what year did the original series start? That's what I'm looking for. I'm going to say late 60s. It's funny because everything is next generation. Uh, Let me use on. the Google box here. I don't like searching for stuff on my phone. Oh, 1966. I was right. Well, I said late 60s. That's not really, but yeah. Yeah, come out in 66 and ran to whoa 66 to 69 really i thought it went into the 70s but at one time when i was like i don't know i was probably junior high dude they were playing the reruns on like four or five different channels yeah and that's why i think i'm pretty sure it was nick at night is where i started watching the original star trek series and uh of course, like I said, again, I got into Next Generation way later. Yeah, I didn't realize Next Generation come out that early. But the reason I don't consider myself a, a, like a hardcore Trekkie is because there's been so many Star Trek shows since then that I just did not... Deep Space Nine, which I really didn't care for. I didn't really watch it. I didn't watch that Babylon. Uh, wasn't there one called Babylon 5? I don't think that was Star Trek. Oh, I it think was just that was just Babylon, Babylon 5. 5. There was there was like two more that I just didn't. Uh, you had Voyager, Discovery just come out a couple of years ago. Didn't you had watch Enterprise. It at all. Well, Discovery that's actually pretty good. I've watched the first season of it. Like with me, all I've got in my like memory banks is original Next Generation and all the movies for those two. Yeah. Oh, and these newer movies. Oh, I love the new ones. Yeah, they're good. They're really good, especially you, that first one. Enterprise, Voyager. Deep Space Nine. So there was a show called Bible on Five that just had nothing to do with Star Trek, right? I'm almost positive it didn't. I think it was just a sci-fi show. That's how little I know about all this. But all that being said, when I when I first heard that um, Sir Patrick Stewart was coming back and reprising his role, I was like, no, this this has got my attention. You know, this is right up my alley. And I had pretty high expectations just because, I don't know, TV shows have just been really crushing it here lately. Yeah. And you can't be a good show anymore. It has to be a great one because there's so many great ones out there. Well, there's so many good ones out there. But it, people pass up and, good shows because there's so many super yeah. good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, dude, I was not disappointed at all. It's only three episodes in. And... uh I'm not going to spoil it at all. Yeah, please don't. But it's really, really cool. Like, the way they handle it, it's exactly what you would expect. You know, he's older. He's retired. Something comes up, obviously, that piques his interest. And he, has to, he has to put the old he has to uh, dust cape off back the on. Old, dust off the old, <laughs> what are those things called that they tap on their chest? Communicator. Communicator transmitter or whatever. Tra- yeah. Uh, there's some trickies out there that are just screaming into their phones right now. He has to dust dust off the old, you know, his old skills from 
Because he was running, he's, it shows this in the previews, he's running like a vineyard. Yeah, he, lives, he always talked about that. Yeah, he lives on a vineyard, and he's just growing grapes and making wine and shit, drinking yeah, whole grape his, tea. His family had Doing exactly vineyard. what you would want him to do. And then some, some stuff happens, and he's like, uh-oh, i got to check this out. And uh, These it, grapes just aren't cutting it no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Um, and there's this one, like, to give you an idea, and this is not a spoiler. If you think it is, you're being way too picky. But to give you an idea how long he's been gone from Starfleet, he has to go to the Starfleet office for a meeting. And when he gets there, the guy doesn't know who he is. Because <laughs> he walks up, it was a hilarious moment. He's like, I have a meeting. And the guy's like, okay. And then there's like this long awkward, he's like, your name? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I was insulted. I was yeah. like, you don't know who this guy is? Are you crazy? Well, he was like an admiral whenever he quit, I think. Uh, so. He got promoted to whatever above captain is, yeah. Yeah. And he's like legendary. He was but legendary. <laughs> but it's been so long that like the younger kids in Starfleet don't even know who he is. Well, they probably didn't recognize his face. Yeah, Once I'm he sure they'd heard name, of him. He would, they, yeah. The guy was probably like, oh, oh Super I'm legendary. But he's like, uh, your name? He's like, oh, uh, Picard. And it's like, okay, P, I, C. <laughs> and it's just so funny that like he actually has to tell this kid how to spell his name, as legendary as he is. That's pretty funny. So it's it's been a it's been a long time, like real time, uh, from how long he's been gone. And so that's it's interesting to see how he deals with that. Well, how things have changed yeah. and why things have changed and what he doesn't like about the way things have changed. And um, the, the whole premise of the show, which, again, I will not even touch on, is so clever. Like, I love how they tied the past into the present. And the present is so different than the past. But there's just enough connective tissue there to make it, like, super interesting. It's really cool. Well, I can't wait. I'm going to check out. You said there's three episodes out There's right only now? three right now. I think they drop on Thursdays. You know what, it come, what it's on? It's like CBS Plus or something. There's so many apps out now, I can't keep up. Like, everything has an app. Like, it seems like every... Even these, like, new apps that are coming out that have a subscription... They've got that one show that you want to watch, so you subscribe to it. See, HBO goes. You got like another five dollars a month or whatever that you're adding. Five, something like that. It's like fifteen. Is it for most of your premium, like uh, HBO Now and Cinemax Now and Showtime Now? And see, I got HBO through my cell phone when I upgraded. I wanna, you know, that makes me mad because they didn't even let me get do that when I upgraded mine. CBS All Access is what it's called. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it for one show. See, episode three came out February the 6th, and episode four doesn't come out to the 13th, which will be, yeah, Thursday. Next Thursday. Well, this coming Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. And then the next the episode five will be on the 20th. Let's see how many they're going to do. See, it's got a good rating. Eighteen years after Nemesis. Wow. Oh, and they don't ignore anything. They don't. This isn't like one of those. Hey, we're picking up here, and like this didn't happen. That no, they include the movies, 
and everything. Well, do they have to? Because it says 18 years after Nemesis. Mm-hmm. And Nemesis yeah. was a good movie. Yeah, and that movie... A lot uh, of people try not to add it to canon, but it really it really was. They got seven this listed. Seven. Trying to remember how long they are. I don't think they're super long. Probably like a regular episode. But I hope they keep doing it for sure. It's surprisingly... Well, not really surprisingly, but I'm surprised at just how good it was. Yeah, I haven't seen a trailer for it or any. Of course, I don't watch... really just don't watch anything that shows commercials anymore. I mean, that's how far we've came. <laughs> commercials are like BS now. Well, you know when you get really locked in to a good episode of a show and when it ends you're like damn it yeah and see I'm kind of sort of watching it in real time <coughs> so I gotta wait and I'm like ugh that's is what that we, what this is like <laughs> that's the way it was when I was watching Castle Rock and Watchmen cause I was literally waiting for them to come out and I'd watch it right then and I had to wait a whole nother week for it to come out and I was like no before we take a quick uh, piss break, I wanted to touch on one show that you recommended me watch, and uh, and I did watch one episode of it, which one episode is like a movie. Oh, yeah. Because it was over an hour and a half long. Dracula. But that Dracula show on Netflix. I, I, I was surprised by it. It's pretty damn good. The next two episodes, next episode. It is episode, definitely a horror show. Yeah. It's not comedy here. <laughs> well, there's a lot of funny stuff in it. But you can tell it's it, it's put in there to kind of liven up. It looks like they things. put a lot of money into it. Like yeah. just looking at the special. And it's a BBC show too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. But something else I'm gonna tell you you really need to watch is the Expanse. Yeah, you've been on me about that. Tim's been on me. It's it's on my it's on my radar. But before we get away from Dracula, um, how many episodes have you watched? All of them. Oh. Um, Three, four. Dude, the nods at Nosferatu is like. This is not a Nosferatu show, but so much of it is borrowed from the the original and the classic remake of the 70s. Well, this Nosferatu. is all based off of Bram Stoker. All of it. Yeah. It's just another retelling of it. I could just tell that they paid respect to the Nosferatu yeah. movies. Just the whole... Like, Dracula's Dracula. But... Everything else around the story about, well, I don't want to give nothing away, but it, it's very Nosferatu-esque, like just enough. I think it's it's intentionally, it feels like it's intentionally like nodding to Nosferatu. Yeah. Which I'm totally fine with because I loved the 70s remake of Nosferatu. The first one is obviously a... The silent one? Yeah, it's hard to watch. It's cool, though. And I'm glad I watched them the way I did. I watched them back to back in order, which the first one's pretty short. Which there's supposed to be a new one. I mean, they've been working on it for like five years now. Well, there's that Nosferatu TV show, but it's nothing like the movies. I still haven't got to watch thing. it. It's not bad. It's based on the to. comic. There's a Nosferatu comic. But yeah, uh, Dracula, it's got... It's the Bram Stoker's Dracula retold. But it's like three different stories. Because it deals with the Parkers... It deals with Dracula, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna say who the third person it deals with because you really need to watch it. Yeah, like I, that kind of. I've only watched one episode, but I'm, I'm, I'm mid, an hour, an hour and a half in. Are they all that long? 
Uh, yeah. Wow. So There's gotta, three or four episodes. You know what I've really been enjoying lately, or it's like really helped my catching up of shows for some reason, is the uh, the Netflix download feature. Yeah. Because I just go to my downloads, and I think because they expire... You're forced I, to watch them. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit, this one's going to expire in a week. Let me go ahead and start watching this. But you can, I, you can go in and click like i don't know refresh or whatever and it'll like get extend the amount of time but oh, really? eventually it's going to delete it off the i didn't device. realize that and i've got a new surface pro now which i totally love i'm not i'm not big into like getting the latest thing but my laptop i've had for like freaking 15 years it was a piece of shit and i got like a new surface pro it might even be a surface pro 4 whatever the latest one is and i got pretty crappy internet at home I mean, you can usually watch Netflix on it, even though it goes up and down. Because, you know, Netflix... Yeah, because it's the only place I watch Netflix is your house. <laughs> but my internet at work is, like, crazy good. So when I take it to work, and I'll put it on charge, and I'll queue up a bunch of stuff to download, and then when I'm at home, I'll start watching it and stuff. And I'll just watch the ones I downloaded. I've got here lately where I've been watching a lot of uh, Amazon Prime. Dude, what's that Lord of the Rings show come out? For Amazon Prime, no idea. Didn't know anything about it. Did really? This is what I heard. It's it's a Lord of the Rings TV show, Amazon Prime, and evidently they put a bunch of like big money into it. Like they're trying to, they're trying to compete with like Game of Thrones, The Witcher. Like well, that's where I've been watching The Expanse. Is on Amazon Prime. (laughs) I rarely ever watch anything off of it. I watch The Boys. When's season two of that coming out? Uh, supposed to be this summer, summer of 2020. That's a damn good show. My student membership of Prime is running out, so I got to pay the full price now. Which I don't even know how I got that. They just sent me like a questionnaire one time that said, "What was your level of uh, education?" And you know, you could click high school, some college or college degree, or something like that. And I clicked that I had a, a college diploma, which is from forever ago. But still, they're like, okay, cool. You qualify for this major discount. And I got it, like, really cheap. I imagine, because Prime is, like, $99 a year. It's, I think it's more than that now. I think it's worth it, though. I hope they don't hear me say this and raise the prices, because I know they're listening. As much as I order off of Amazon? Dude, that yes. two-day shipping spoils me to death. Yes. Because if I order something from somewhere, especially like Wish or somewhere that's like Wish overseas. Wish pisses me off so bad. It's like, holy shit, I forgot I ordered this when I was 42. Yeah. I've got stuff on <laughs> my order for Wish birthday. now, and it's still like three weeks. It's like this isn't even relative to my life anymore. <laughs> this thing that I wanted at that time. I'm in a different place now. Well, I used to be bad about drunk Kelly. I would get on there and just do some major drunk shopping on Wish. Because it was like a dollar, two dollars. Yeah, they got some crazy deals. And then, you know, weeks later, all this shit would start, like, Showing being up. delivered at the house. And I'm like, wait, what is this? Weeks, I mean, months later. I think most things take, like, three weeks. That at I least, ordered, yeah. At least three and weeks. And now I have this app called Top Hatter, which is basically like Wish, but you kind of bid on stuff. I've tried to use it. I can't. It I bought a bunch mad. of stuff on there. But it was the same thing. It t- took like over a month to come in. But yes, you need to check out The Expanse. It's great. I'm going to. And the other thing that uh, I've been wanting, really wanting to watch, and it's on Netflix too, is that uh, Battlestar Galactica reboot. 
Because I have I watched some of the original way back in the day with my uncle. Dude, that would have been like that had to be in the seventies. Well, it come out in the seventies, but I didn't. I was watching it in like mid eighties, I guess. Yeah, I'm just saying the original original was a long time ago. Yeah, dude, it come out at the same time like Buck Rogers. Yeah, I want to say it predate Battlestar Galactica came out before Star Wars. Four Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Star Wars, first one come out in, what, 77? Yeah. Yeah, because they filmed it in 76. Yeah, you better Google box that one, because I really don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, up on my Battlestar Galactica. I'm just interested in it, because I've heard so much about it. Okay, the reboot was in 2004. Let's see when the original was. 1980? 1980. Nope, it didn't predate Star Wars. It started in 78. Wait. And followed... Well, it started out as a movie. Okay. And a lot of books. Wait, 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 wait. It's an American science fiction media franchise. Began with the original television series in 1978, followed by a short-run sequel series in 1980. Oh, Galactica was the one in the 80s. Okay. And then the the reboot was in 2004. That's the one I've heard so much good stuff about. So come out in 78, the original. So we're, you know, uh, almost coming up on two decades late to the party, but I've heard it's really good. And now they're working on a new reboot that's, from what I understand, a reboot of the original. Not a continuation of the reboot. You say it's on Netflix? I think so. Aren't we logged in here on Netflix? You sh- yeah, you should be. Mine God, I get so confused. There's so much stuff. There's like every day there, there's a new app out. Oh, Lock oh, and Key. Oh, Lock and Key. That's a comic book I was trying to get you to find for me. Oh, dude. And we no. never could find it. Like the first one's like hundreds of dollars. No, but I'm talking about like four or five years ago. Remember my, my jerky buddy, Matt Hit? He kept telling me about that. I watched the first episode of Lock and Key. Did you? I wish I'd brought my iPad with me. Nope, it's not on here. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Enterprise. That's Enterprise the, was good. That's the one that surprised me because I had high expectations for that well, one. Well, that was that's like the pre prequel, yeah. The prequel to all Star Treks. I need to watch it. I don't think I gave it a fair shake. It's pretty good. I, I, I really watched it because I had Scott Bakula in it. Now, in my queue, I've got Lost in Space, and I haven't watched it yet. Either. I watched season one and part of season two. Yeah, you don't need to go through what all I've watched because I watch some of the stupidest stuff. That's where I get some of my ideas. <laughs> I'm going to watch that Ragnarok next, even though it's a uh, foreign. Are you sure it's not Thor Ragnarok? It's that one right there. Oh, that's confusing because I thought it was Thor Ragnarok. No, it's it's a new show, but it's it's Swedish. Uh, if you want to watch something funny, Norseman. It's pretty funny. Uh, I'll tell you a funny show I started watching. It's called The Good Place. I still hadn't watched it yet. Me and Clint talked about it on here yeah. not long ago. And uh, since then, I've watched set, I watched the whole first season. It's yeah, I've been wanting to watch it. I just hadn't got around to it. I've got to piss. Well, let's take a quick break. Well, how much time we got on this? We're almost an hour in. 
So we can come back and finish up. Yeah. We'll have a good show's worth of stuff. Alright. Alright, during the break we did some uh cursory research. Some Googling. I was getting uh Deep Space Nine mixed up with Babylon Five. Yeah. That's a whole show that has nothing to do with Star Trek. I didn't think it did. But Deep Space Nine was. I see that just goes to show you that's why I don't claim Trekkie. It's because my knowledge ends with the first two shows. Which another thing we looked up is uh there were uh, only three seasons. Three seasons. In the original series, but there were 72 episodes. 79 episodes. Was it? No, oh, hit forward one more time. All right, scroll up. 79, 79 episodes of the original series. God, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of TV in three seasons. Yeah. Yep, three. 66 to 69 I could have swore it ran into the 70s. And you said Next Generation started when? 87, I think. Oh, yeah. So they were well into Next Generation when I started watching the original series. Yeah. September 1987 to 90. I thought it was like like early 90s. There were seven seasons and 178 episodes. But what's crazy is around that time when Next Generation was clicking hard on TV... They were still doing Star Trek movies with the original yeah. cast. It was like way later when they finally started putting out that generation of people in the movies. You know? There was or only one like movie that had uh, Next Generation in the Star Trek movies. No, they did more. They only did of the original, the original Star Trek movies, I'm saying. Well, not like The Wrath of Khan was not even part one. It was part two. Yeah. And then part three was the search for Spock. Part four was a new world, I think. <laughs> We're gonna get so much hate mail from Star Trek fans. Pull it up and check. I think that's what what it is. Okay, let's step in Star this. Trek movies. Yeah. All right, seventy nine. The first one came out. Wrath of Khan eighty two. Search for Spock eighty four. The Voyage, the yeah. The Voyage in 86. The Final Frontier in 89. Then Undiscovered... Undiscovered what? Country. Country. In 91. The then in 94, they did the crossover. And then from then on... Yeah, First Contact. So you say, that, you say that Next Generation started in, in 80-something. 87. So their first standalone movie with that crew was in 96 yeah so they were extremely offset but you know one thing that star trek has always done killed it at the box office like even those new ones man are really good new ones i love the new ones i don't know if you got like some og haters i thought that uh damn that was 2013 chris christopher pines or pike no pines he plays an awesome Shatner. Yeah. Well, now which one? Okay, it was it was uh, was it? Which was the one where they the newer one where they fought the Romulans? It's like part two. Nemesis of the no. You're looking that that's old. That's two thousand two. That's when there was like a Picard clone, I think. Well, yeah. That's when. Uh, that was uh, Romulans. 
I know, but I'm talking about like the new, the newer Star Trek movies. Well, it had to be the newest one that just come out. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark Trek movies. Dude, you're trying to put two words together. <laughs> Star. I can't even Google anymore. Star and Trek. There you go. Oh, I should just talk like Chris Pine era. Star Trek movies in order. Here we go. This ought to do it. Jesus. I can't even Google right. First Contact, that was good. That was with the Borg. All right, in 2009, there's one called Star Trek. Star Trek. Now, 2013, that was Into Darkness. Uh-huh. That's, uh... That one is the one that starts... Chris oh, they Pines. faced the Romulans in the first one. So there's only been two of the new ones. Beyond. Beyond's the newest okay, one. Okay, I thought there was three. Okay. This is the one that had a, a <coughs> Cumberbatch in it. was the second one. Yeah, right? as it, as Khan. Yeah. But anyway, what I was getting at is all these new ones are really good. Like, I think this even this one that was in 2016 was underrated. It was really good. You know what? I'll probably go home and watch them again tonight. Just because I'll throw them in every once in a while. Are we recording this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing that really sucks is the kid that plays Chekhov died. In real life. In real life. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, they don't need well, to get rid of the, the character. Well, at the end of, call it, they, uh, of Beyond, they did a, a salute to him. So he died before they finished it? Well, I'm talking about the end of it. Not not in the movie, but, you know, after the credits and stuff. Oh. So they were still, like, maybe editing the movie when he died? I guess. The movie might have already been out. I don't know. It was like a freak accident, too, wasn't it? He went to check his mail, and his Jeep come out of park or emergency brake or rolled into him. Jesus. Pinned him in between him and the mailbox. And they didn't find him for, like, three days. You can't just write that character off, though. No. Such a... I don't know how they'll handle that. And what's bad is that's the kid that played Odd Thomas in the Odd Thomas movies. Yeah. Which they'd only put one out, and they was working on another one, and... They're pretty clever. I mean, um, the way they handled um, Carrie Fisher's death in the new Star Wars was pretty... It was really good. The way they, The way they dealt with that... Which there's a whole Star Wars episode coming up soon about the new one. Um, our next, probably our next episode. Well, I kind of need we to watch it, I guess. I don't even think it's in theaters anymore. Uh oh. Let's see when it comes out on streaming. Next year, we're probably. Googling a lot of shit tonight. Dude, we're always googling stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't get the Force Awakens mixed up, but I get I get these two mixed up for some damn reason. That scene is still in theaters. Yeah, it is. So depending on when it comes out of theaters, well uh Surely they know. Nope, it just says pre order. It don't say for when. Hmm. If it's still in the theaters, it's gonna be a minute. Yeah. Like I said, depending on how long it stays in the theaters and how well it's doing, depends on when it they'll release it as a Blu-ray. 
I feel like they'd already know, though. No, because it, March 31st is what that says. Scroll down the third one. Blu-ray box and release. Set for March 31st, 2020. For physical copies. That sounds about right. I'm definitely going to pick it up. I'll wait till it's been out for a little bit. I'm not paying $35. Yeah, but sometimes if you... I like to hold out for those... Uh, the special ones they where they got like up. the DVD, the Blu-ray, and, and like the digital, a, like yeah. a, and the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm a sucker for those upsells. It's like, ooh, I could pay twenty more dollars for something I'm probably not gonna watch. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm in. All right, what else we need to talk about? We're at an hour, even after editing. I don't know because I mean we really weren't expecting to come back and talk to, about Star Trek like we did. But you know, I could talk about Star Trek. What about Star Trek? Could you talk about that too? I could. Because, like, if you're on the walking down the railroad track and there's a star. No. No. Stop. I'm just, I'm just making fun. Just of stop. You. you don't like me making fun of you. I understand. I don't like being ridiculed either, even though it happens a lot. So, have you? Are you caught up at all on Doctor Who? Man, I haven't watched anything from this season or the Christmas special. You know, I feel really bad because I still haven't finished last season yet. I still like two episodes. Ugh. I don't know. I just need to start over. I do, too. I just haven't had time. I just need to start over from and just watch that whole first season with uh, Whitaker. Is that her name? Yeah, Jodie Whitaker. Yeah. Which show that's got to be coming to like Netflix or Hulu or something pretty soon. I don't know. I don't. You know, one time Netflix had some Doctor Who on there. They had all the Doctor Who, like all the classic. And then it just they just took everything off. And then it showed up on Hulu, and I don't even know if it's still there. I don't think I've got a Hulu account. That's funny. Like I don't think I do. Dude, I've got so much different stuff I pay for and don't even realize. I need to go through and just quit everything but you see how we're going backwards like it got to where you don't really need cable anymore because there's all these you just need internet you just need internet but now it's like everybody's got an app and it's always at least six dollars or 9.99 a month yeah and by the time you add all that shit up you're back to paying for cable oh yeah at least or more like the most basic package of DirecTV, i think was 80 bucks yeah, and you gotta you gotta tack on your internet plus all those apps, or yeah. your phone bill plus all those apps. So yeah, I think they found a way to turn back it around and screw us again. Then somebody's gonna come out with like some super bundle that's got like every app for like a hundred dollars a month, and then we're back to subscribing to like Directv. Yeah, <laughs> except it's on internet now. Well, they, we knew it would it just be a. Matter of time, and when that, that happens, to they're gonna it. listen to Real Pop Culture episode one thirty one and be like, "That silly bitch, Mark." Klingen, he figured it out. He he knew then. He knew then. What's that from? You knew then. Independence Day. Oh, did not recognize it. I had a VHS of Independence Day, and when I was in uh, college, I lived in a apartment that had no cable 
So I watched Independence Day about a thousand times and that movie, The Rock. I love that movie. And uh, a couple of Indiana Jones. Remember I when I used to live in the old band hall? Or was staying there for a while? Yeah. You were and, kind of squatting. Yeah. Back when I was homeless. Work, that was bad because I was working three jobs and homeless. <laughs> Funny how that works. But uh, no, I was watching the same movies every night. That's right. We had a VHS out there yeah. and some tapes. And then I had that laptop, and uh, we found the DVDs of all three of those tapes. With Sergeant Bilko, Major Payne, and... Uh, Mikhail's Navy. Mikhail's Navy. That's a good movie. I still watch him every once in a while. Everybody come see us Valentine's Day night. I'll be at work. Will you, will you be working that Saturday? Um, Lonely Hearts Day weekend? Probably. Come see us in Corinth, Mississippi. Get your honey bunny and come on out. What better time could you possibly have on Valentine's Day than to go see a heavy metal show? That's pretty awesome. It would be pretty awesome. And we'll have the we'll have more information about Tupelo Con on the next episode. I'm gonna reach out to Jamie probably tomorrow. Maybe we can give away some tickets. Would y'all like that? Huh? Oh, before we go, oh, I've played it twice, but we were like ahead on material, and I didn't get to talk about it. But we've re-recorded the intro outro music for the show. And this is like uh, Mark Five, maybe, because at first it said "Kill Pop Culture." Yeah. And then I redid it, and then redid it, and then redid it. And Sean was in here the other day. We've been working on the new album. And I was like, uh, "Hey, man, I really want some bass in that." Boom, 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 boom. And uh, you know how Sean does? He gets a hold of it and just went crazy. Oh yeah. And made it sound awesome. Put the Slayer touch to it. Actually, the intro and the outro are two different things now. It was the same thing, and I would just like copy and paste it when I did the editing. Yeah. But now it's like an actual intro and an actual outro. I still think when you do what we were talking about and just have different ones. Different ones. Yeah, I would like to do like a country version of it. Get just Clint to do like a ukulele version. Do a ukulele version. We could do, do like an acapella version. Where we're singing it like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody style. Yeah. Yeah, I think... And if there's any of our listeners out there, I know there's a lot of people that listen to this and are musicians. If y'all want to send us a version of that, uh, I yes, think that'd be amazing. Yes, your rendition of it. Come on. Yeah, do it. We'll, we'll incorporate it. Like, you never know what, which one you're going to get. We'd love to get a full band version that wasn't Kill J doing it. You know, well, this this is not really Kill J doing it. It's Well, it's most of Kill J. Well, it's Kill J doing it. <laughs> it's at least 50% of Kill J doing it. All right, thanks for listening to episode what did 131. We say? Yeah. Maybe. Probably. More thanks, than likely. Thanks for listening to, to probably episode 131 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from High Top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Peace. I'm not even going to say nothing. <laughs> Come on, do it. No. Do it. No. I know you won't Live do. your life the way you want to live it. Even if you're living it in a way that you shouldn't. Hey, you know what? Nyeh. <laughs>
Are you done? Play that music. 